What's up, everybody? So I want to let you know that the Alpha Brain Golden Ticket Sweepstakes are still going on. And that's just a rad opportunity not only to stock up on your Alpha Brain or give Alpha Brain a try. Because if you haven't tried Alpha Brain, it's definitely one of those tools that's different than any stimulant you've had and gets your brain firing in an absolutely different way. And that's what our clinical research has shown, and that's what everybody who's tried it. You know, we've sold over a million bottles of Alpha Brain, and the results are in. It works. It's awesome. So this is a great opportunity, though, because if you get the Golden Ticket Sweepstakes, everybody is a winner, and there's a bunch of cool shit that we're giving away, from kettlebell sets to different other products, to discounts. Every single person is going to be a winner if you go to the golden ticket sweepstakes so check it out on it.com slash golden ticket and then enter the code and fill in the entry form there's going to be a grand prize for one of you which is going to be a trip out here to austin and on hq so you'll be able to come hang at the hq and do all the awesome on it things so definitely check it out go to on it.com slash golden dash ticket and get your 30 count or 90 count bottle of alpha brain there's a reason mark manson is one of the most popular authors in the history of our time. I mean, his books are perennial bestsellers, and part of it is his writing style. He has an amazing, colloquial, funny writing style, but also he's one of the best modern philosophers I've ever read. And I think that's something he probably doesn't get quite enough credit for, but I think people enjoy it. People don't like using the term philosopher because I think people want their philosophers to be old and dead. I mean, that's what we learn about. We learn about a lot of people from the past who have thought about ideas about how we could live our life and put together those kind of frameworks and guide stars for asking the most important questions that we can ask. But there are people now like Mark Manson or like Jordan Peterson or like a lot of the people out there who are actually modern philosophers. And I think if we embrace that and understand that their work is offering us an opportunity to question ourselves and question our existence and question anything about life, any of the big questions, which is the core of philosophy, then I think we can even enjoy it more. You know, I think a lot of people have had a philosophy class in college or some, you know, university or some school or maybe even high school, and they just didn't like it, you know, because it was talking about something that wasn't pertinent. But I think the best part of philosophy is when you can ask the questions that apply directly to your life. And Mark Manson does an amazing job of doing that. And one of the parts of his latest book, Everything is Fucked, is when he's talking about how every action has an equal and opposite emotional reaction. And I thought this was a beautiful idea that he put forth and something that really resonated with me. So I would like to read that to you. So without further ado, I'm gonna start the reading from Everything is Fucked, a book about hope. For every action, there is an equal and opposite emotional reaction. Imagine that I punch you in the face. No reason, no justification, just pure violence. Your instinctual reaction might be to retaliate in some way. Maybe it'd be physical. You'd punch me back. Maybe it'd be verbal. You'd call me a bunch of four-letter words. Or maybe your retaliation would be social. You'd call the police or some other authority and have me punished for assaulting you. Regardless of your response, you would feel a rush of negative emotion directed toward me. And rightly so. Clearly, I'm an awful person. After all, the idea that I get to cause you pain with no justification without your deserving pain generates a sense of injustice between us. A kind of moral gap opens between us. The sense that one of us is inherently righteous and the other is an inferior piece of shit. Pain causes moral gaps. 
And it's not just between people. If a dog bites you, your instinct is to punish it. If you stub your toe on a coffee table, what do you do? You yell at the damn coffee table. If your home is washed away in a flood, you are overcome with grief and become furious at God, the universe, life itself. These are moral gaps. They are a sense that something wrong has just happened and you, or someone else, deserve to be made whole again. Wherever there is pain, there is always an inherent sense of superiority, inferiority, and there's always pain. When confronted with moral gaps, we develop overwhelming emotions toward equalization or a return to moral equality. These desires for equalization take the form of a sense of deserving. Because I punched you, you feel I deserve to be punched back or punished in some way. The feeling of my deserving pain will cause you to have strong emotions about me, most likely anger. You will also have strong emotions around the feeling that you didn't deserve to be punched, that you did no wrong, and that you deserve better treatment from me and everyone else around you. These feelings might take the form of sadness, self-pity, or confusion. This whole sense of deserving something is a value judgment we make in the face of a moral gap. We decide that something is better than something else, that one person is more righteous or just than another, that one event is less desirable than another. Moral gaps are where our values are born. Now let's pretend I apologize to you for punching you. I say, hey reader, that was totally unfair and wow, I was way out of line. That will never ever happen again. And as a symbol of my overwhelming regret and guilt, here, I baked you a cake. Oh, and here's a hundred bucks. Enjoy. Let's also pretend that this is somehow satisfying to you. You accept my apology and my cake and the hundred dollars and genuinely feel that everything is fine. We've now equalized. The moral gap that was between us is gone. I've made up for it. You might even say that we're even. Neither of us is a better or worse person than the other. Neither of us deserves better or worse treatment than the other any longer. We're operating on the same moral plane. Equalizing like this restores hope. It means that there's nothing necessarily wrong with you or wrong with the world. That you can go about your day with a sense of self-control, a hundred bucks, and a sweet-ass cake. Now let's imagine another scenario. This time, instead of punching you, let's say I buy you a house. Yes, reader, I just bought you a fucking house. This will open up another moral gap between us. But instead of an overwhelming feeling of wanting to equalize the pain I've caused you, you will instead experience an overwhelming feeling of wanting to equalize the joy I've created. You might hug me, say thank you a hundred times, give me a gift in return, or promise to babysit my cat from now to eternity. Or, if you're particularly well-mannered and have some self-control, you may even attempt to refuse my offer to buy you a house because you recognize that it will open up a moral gap that you will never be able to surmount. You may acknowledge this by saying to me, thank you, but absolutely not. There's no way for me to ever repay you. As with the negative moral gap, with the positive moral gap, you will feel indebted to me, that you owe me something, that I deserve something good, or that you need to make it up to me somehow. 
You will have intense feelings of gratitude and appreciation in my presence. You might even shed a tear of joy. Aw, reader. It's our natural psychological inclination to equalize across moral gaps, to reciprocate actions, positive for positive, negative for negative. The forces that impel us to fill those gaps are our emotions. In this sense, every action demands an equal and opposite emotional reaction. That sounds pretty fucking true to me. Now, obviously, on the surface, it's pretty obvious. You know, someone punches you, you have a reaction. Someone gives something to you, you have a reaction. But where it gets really interesting and where Mark Manson goes with this and something that's really worth thinking about is what happens when you're unable to actually fill those gaps? What do you do? You know, so if you do, if you have something that someone does to you and you're unable to respond in any way, well, your only choice from there is to internalize it, to make it your fault, and you can take out that anger and frustration on yourself, or you can take it out on your cat, or project it onto somebody else, or project it on any other person or thing or idea, because you haven't been able to fill that moral gap of your emotional feeling towards that person and actually release that kind of tension that you feel. And this is where we have so many of our internal repressions. And that could be expressed in multiple scenarios, in both the positive and negative scenarios. If you're not able to fill that moral gap, you're going to have to create a reaction. So, for example, like you can't, someone does something to you and you can't fill that moral gap by expressing your anger or punching back or doing anything, then again, you might internalize that and think that you deserved it, that you deserve to get punched and then punish yourself for all the reasons that you deserve to get punched. Well, that's not a good way to handle it. But if you actually have the introspection and the awareness to say, okay, I'm feeling a moral gap, and now my desire is going to have to fill that moral gap in some way, that may be against myself, that may be against somebody totally random, but where's the source of it? Like, where is it coming from? Where is the root of that emotion? And then when you track it, then you can either engage in a conversation with that person release it in a different way but just the awareness itself starts to unwind those emotional gaps now if someone is constantly doing something for you that's more than you feel you can receive well you might find a way to even that moral gap as well and how do you do that well you could ignore what they're doing for you you could not look at it and just receive it and not look at it. Or you could look at them and imagine some manipulative or some selfish motivation behind what they're doing so that what they're giving you is actually just equalizing something else that you deserved from them in the first place. But you're always kind of maneuvering to try and create this balance of reciprocity. And that's why when you talk to the shamans like Don Howard, who talks about reciprocity all the time there's actually a quechua word for that which is called aini which is reciprocity and it's one of the laws of the universe it's that feeling that what you give should be returned and received and that's something that we all inherently feel i don't think it's easy to escape that feeling but with awareness you can start to unwind your reactions to it and start to control your reactions to it and that's where it gets really really interesting so understanding that you're always trying to create this equalization, but 
there really isn't as much of a need to do it in the actual physical as there is to do it in the mental, you know? So for example, like a heartfelt thank you, maybe all that you need, because that's all that you have if someone does something nice to you. And then a heartfelt, hey, that wasn't cool, that really hurt. Maybe all that you need if someone does something that you don't like. But it's really tracking that we're constantly seeking to create that equalization, to create that even balance and reciprocity. And it may be something that's kind of constantly internal. If you feel like you're in a deficit with somebody because of something that you did, maybe you're guilty about something that you've done in the past. You know, let's say you've treated someone poorly. You may be constantly trying to fill that moral gap, that emotional gap with that person. You may try that your whole life. You may constantly be doing things to try and make up for something you feel guilty for. But there may be nothing really that's necessary there. And so your actions will be perceived in a way that's like, why, why do they keep doing this? Or maybe you're harboring some old resentment. And so you're consistently treating somebody poorly because you're trying to equalize a moral gap between something that someone else did to you. So when you really look at this, we're in this constant tug of war between what we feel and then how we act. And so again, it comes down to that awareness. Where do you feel those moral gaps? Where do you feel them? Just look. And I would recommend that you take a journal out and start writing. And in any of your key emotional relationships, start writing where you might feel a moral gap or maybe all the areas where you've internalized something. Maybe you feel a moral gap with yourself or a moral gap to what you're offering the world and what the world has offered to you. In some ways, you can look at this in a really like zoomed out perspective and think if you're not deserving of good things because you're judging yourself for the way that you've lived, then you will deny yourself the pleasures of life. You will deny yourself the positive emotions. You will deny yourself joy because you're internalizing that moral gap saying, I don't deserve to enjoy this world because I'm not good enough. And that may be you just in a constant perpetual state of equalization where your own guilt and shame and your own self-judgment and self-condemnation is causing you to deny yourself the enjoyment and pleasure of life. And you may also feel like, ah, oh, the world deserve you know i deserve more from the world so your ego might say like this is unfair it's constantly unfair and i i deserve more i deserve more and then you're constantly going to be feeling anger towards the world and this is based on your own sense of what you deserve and this is where i think again with awareness we can start to look and realize how much of our agency our free will our emotional sovereignty is given to these simple, simple rules, the rule of reciprocity, the rule that every action causes an equal and opposite emotional reaction. And we're really just like puppets, constantly trying to equalize the gap, constantly trying to create that even balance in the bank of reciprocity. So I hope this got you guys thinking, and it's something that no matter how much you're aware of it, there's deeper and deeper and deeper layers. So this is something I absolutely recommend getting a pen out, journaling, thinking about writing, and really feeling about how you feel your relationship is with other people, with the world, with yourself, and try your best 
to become aware of all of those moral gaps, all of those emotional gaps. And then at that point, you might actually have genuine agency, genuine sovereignty, and genuine ability to start to harness and control some of these emotional tendencies. Hope you guys enjoyed this AMP Books. And again, check it out. Everything is Fucked, a book about hope by Mark Manson. Thanks so much, fam.